affair. As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Shall we begin? Hashtag Faith Radio. Good stuff. Time for two more. Personal foul. Clipping. Just listen. Just listen. Here we go now. Yeah. Super Bowl stories. 901 on a Monday. Welcome. It is 9 to noon. All Allen by your side. Mad producer by my side. And the elements reminding you to keep your heads and your palms to the sky. Super Bowl stories up to Super Bowl 5-6 at SoFi, Cincinnati, and the L.A. Rams. And, of course, it is carried here at FM 100.3 KFAM. Oh, almost stepped on Phil and Bailey. Kevin Warren is commissioner of the Big Ten Conference, former chief operating officer for the Minnesota Vikings, always keeping his head and his palms to the sky, and he joins us now to kick off Monday. What's going on there, big boss Kevin Warren? How you been? Good morning, PA. I love that song, Keep Your Head uh, to the Sky by Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's one of the greatest songs. That's some great, great lyrics, so it's good to hear that. It's a metaphor, meaning he wants 15 more seconds. Let's do it. of the year for you uh kevin you got um with uh with the big 10 things seem to be uh, flowing smoothly at this moment i mean with the uh, most recent basketball polls changeable today uh, or this week but you had five men's basketball teams in the top 25 and the same number for the women so uh things are uh, things are moving along nicely wouldn't you say yeah it's going well i mean we have some great teams in the big 10 uh this year uh, just continually pray they stay healthy. There were some great games, uh, you know, this weekend from a men's standpoint. I don't know if you got a chance to see that Michigan-Iowa uh, game, you know, last night to see Caitlin Clark on Iowa and Nas Hillman battle it out uh, on our on our women's side. So we have some phenomenal uh, players, uh, phenomenal teams, and, and also incredible coaches. So it's going to be an exciting tournament this year in Indianapolis Uh for both the women's and the men's, and hopefully stay healthy and get an opportunity to get into the NCAA tournament and compete for, for a national championship. So it's been a good year from a basketball standpoint, and all the other sports are going well also. I like um, I, yeah, I like back when you had uh, Big Ten Basketball Media Day. 
uh, yep. you, you collaborated the the men's teams and the women's teams for the first time. I thought that was really cool, man. Yeah, I was excited about that. I mean, we're all about you know diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging in the Big Ten. We hired Megan Kahn as the first ever vice president of women's basketball. She was at We Coach previously, and she is a spectacular uh, leader and and, and uh, has really added extreme value to the Big Ten since she's been there. So I'm looking forward to watching her lead and, and continually grow the, the sport of women's uh um basketball and so we're we're in, we're in a good position these next couple months are are going to be uh very exciting for us how about um how, how about with big 10 football kevin uh one of your coaches was here with your former employer last week trying to win a head coaching job kind of shook up the fan base here a little bit and the big 10 and then you know, now it's gone it just it was a whirlwind yeah that's how things happen i'm, I'm i really am glad coach Harbaugh is has uh, stayed in the Big Ten Conference. Uh, he had a great uh, year last year in leading uh, the Michigan Wolverines to the college football playoff, and uh, he's a, he's an excellent coach, and, and uh, I'm glad he's in the Big Ten, and I'm glad we have some uh, stability and cons- consistency uh, for all of our football coaches, and and um, it's amazing. Football is already here, you know, off-season workout programs, and spring games around the corner, then we'll, we'll be back uh, again in the fall. So uh, I'm I, again looking forward to to a great fall football season. What um, uh, with, with your former employer, the Minnesota Vikings, Kevin? What um, what did you think of the general managerial hire of Quasi Adolfo Mensah? Yeah, everything I've heard about Quasi and read and observed, um, you know, he he is a a team player. He really does want the best uh, for the Vikings and every organization that he's worked for. I mean, his work ethic, he's, he's at high energy. He's, he, he's process driven. He's collaborative. Uh, he's incredibly, as we all know, uh, intelligent and, and smart. And he's, he's always in the relentless pursuit of finding the right answer for the right reasons at the right time. Uh, he's innovative. Uh, everyone you talk to, I've had a chance to talk with him before is a, that, uh, he is a really good person, uh, man of integrity and honor. Uh, and it's a great opportunity for him. So um, it, it'll be exciting to to see uh, him put his stamp on the on the uh, Vikings organization. And and uh, I mean, you think PA? You know, I, I still uh, always have an eye on the Vikings. I love Minnesota. I love the Twin Cities. I love the people there, and and also have a great love and respect and admiration for the Wolf family because they are willing to do everything in their power uh, to bring a world championship. Uh, to the fans of the Vikings, and and um, and so it was great working with them for many years, and I cheer for everyone there, and, and hopefully they'll have a great season and really a, a great decade. You know, with uh, this is Kevin Warren, commissioner of the Big Ten, longtime member of the Love Covenant, the uh, nine to noon radio show at KFAM, former chief operating officer for the Minnesota Vikings, also a Super Bowl winner twenty two years ago as vice president with the legal team with the uh, St. Louis Rams. More on that momentarily, but 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 Kevin, do do you sense? in pro sports and and even in a a big entity like the Big Ten, that we legitimately are going through a generational change right now with the generation of uh, teenagers becoming young men playing sports either in the Big Ten or the NFL or pro sports. But this uh, there's so much that goes into a generational change right now. And, you know, with Quasey becoming the general manager, that is a counter NFL culture hire, and and it plays into what I'm talking about. You agree? 
Yeah, it's just, you know, it's an interesting time in, in just sports, college sports, pro sports, and life in general. Um, and, um, and, you know, this is, this is an interesting just transition for, for a lot of different, uh, you know, the, you know, reasons. And, uh, you're right. I mean, I think about it every day. I think about, you know, who are fans currently in the Big Ten? We have over 6.4 million alumni, but uh, who are fans and, and, um, how do we evolve even ahead of them to be able to, uh, provide content to them in a manner that they want to consume? I mean, all you have to do, and I, I do it all, sometimes is, is, is sit, sit next to, you know, your children at a sporting event and, <laughs> and they have, you know, one or two devices, their Snapchat, their Instagram, they're taking pictures and, and they're up moving around. I mean, you know how guys like you and I were raised, we'd go to games, you buy a paper ticket, you sit down, you know, you get up and go get something to eat at the end of the first quarter and go to the restroom at halftime. You, you know, you watch the band, you sit in your seat. It's not. So I think the, even the design of, stadiums going forward how do they consume content on a linear tv standpoint on an over-the-top tv um you know uh, platforms and uh and there's so many you know different things how people order food what do they eat and and uh and nowadays just to stay ahead of the curve you need to make sure that that uh, you're creating an environment that uh continually excites your fans so those are the things whether you're in college or a professional uh, that are exciting to be able to try to predict what the future looks like and to be able to build, you know, items now that, that impact uh, the future from a positive standpoint. And, and, um, and we're doing it every day in the Big Ten. We launched our data analytics department here a couple months back. And, um, uh, because the, you know, data is, is so critical. And the more that we can know about our fans and our consumers, the, the, the you know the better we can deliver them the content that they want and and keep them engaged. Are, 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 do do you get phone calls and text messages beginning like five in the morning all the way through one a.m. And, and I mean, like, are you ever truly ever able to like shut down and and turn off your mind sans distraction? And if so, Kevin, how do you get there? You know what? There 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 probably. I was just thinking about that. Uh, really had a discussion last night at dinner about that. They're probably, you know, you, you probably get seven to 10 days a, a year that you can say, and then they're, they're normally on kind of special, you know, holidays. But even then, you know, it's not I just, the, you know, the nature of, of these, they're not even jobs, the nature of uh, the responsibilities, um, you know, that come along with this position and, and other positions that are similarly situated. And also being a parent, of two uh, wonderful, you know, uh, children, but who in their early 20s. So I'm sure just like other parents, you know, I sleep with my phone on uh, next to the uh, bed because you want to always make sure the kids are, or your kids are safe. And, and then things happen. You know, we have nearly 10,000 student athletes in the Big Ten. So things happen. So I think that's part of it. I mean, that's the, that, that's, that's the beauty of it uh, is that uh, uh, you have to just remain focused and 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 engage and and even when you're not, I'm always looking and observing as far as what you know. What do you see? Um, um, just even in in people's just kind of habits. What are people eating in restaurants? I mean, the ingress and egress. You know, so I'm a big believer that you can learn even in industries that really don't you know um, uh, seem like they really have a direct impact, but just from a customer service standpoint. So every time I travel, whether it's in a hotel or uh, a car or, or a rental car company or food or, you know, I'm always, every day I try to pick up at least, you know, five to ten things that I say, how can I incorporate that into what we're doing on a daily basis 
to make the organization, the Big Ten, even better than it already is. Now, 1999. Super Bowl stories. Uh, vice president working with legal and like and, and, and personnel and stuff like that with uh, Dick Vermeil, St. Louis Rams. It, it was a Super Bowl winning season for the Rams. They went 13 and 3 in the regular season. Um, after the game, when the Rams, when, when, uh, when Mike Jones caught Dyson right in the shadow of the goal stripe, very, very emotional, dramatic finish to that game. Uh, mm-hmm. when, when you knew your Rams had won, did you run onto the field? You know what? I, I, uh, I started, I started the day, uh, upstairs and, uh, and probably for the last, Five minutes of the game, I actually watched it from the field because it was, you know, it was it was so close. Mm. And uh, then Titans are, are driving at the uh, end, so I I didn't see the last play. I just saw the confetti uh, just get shot up the, in the air, and I just <laughs> said, I guess we're, you know, world champions. It was it was a really uh, uh, emotional time. Pa, it is hard to win a Super Bowl because what you have to do is you have to stay healthy, you have to have great coaches, you have to have great players, great leadership. And uh, things have to fall, you know, your way. But, uh, you know, having Coach Vermeil and having a chance to literally sit shoulder to shoulder to, uh, with him for three years and watch uh, him build it uh, with Jay Zingman and John Shaw and Georgia Frontier and ironically Stan Kroenke, who's the owner of the, of the Rams now, was our limited partner. But just to watch how they put everything together from staff and, and then to go 5-11 and 11 and 4-12 and 12 and one thing people don't realize, that's when the NFL, we had short weeks. So we played on Sunday evening, the NFC Championship game, and then the Super Bowl was next Sunday, the following Sunday. So I actually had to pack before our NFC Championship game to, to be prepared to lose. And I said, I hope I don't have to come home. I told Greta, <laughs> I unpacked his uh, suitcase. But trying to get everything coordinated, we won an emotional game against Tampa Bay 11-6 to you know, at home. And Ricky Pro caught that unbelievable uh, uh, over the over the shoulder pass from Kurt Warner, and then we get to Atlanta, ice storms, and uh, but but having four of those players now in the Hall of Fame: Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk and Orlando Pace and Isaac Bruce. And mm. I stay prayerful that Coach Vermeil goes in and that Tory Holt goes in. We just had so many you know great players who were characters, uh, who had high character, who were leaders, and I and I found out the thing that really makes a special football team is when you're Leaders are your best players, and that's what we had at St. Louis. With uh, with, with Coach Dick Vermeil, Kevin, what what leadership lessons did did you inherently or directly learn from Coach Vermeil? He a uh, couple things. One, there were days that he loved you more than you loved yourself. Um, and the other thing that I learned from him, he was incredibly organized and detailed. He had a work ethic that was outstanding. But I'd say the number one thing I learned, I learned from him is that um, he always had a purpose in everything. And uh, he did a great job of letting everyone know kind of where we were, where we had been, but most of all, where we were going. And, uh, and so even, you know, to see him with the players and say, okay, we're going to be in pads today for this reason because we need to, you know, get some hitting in. But tomorrow uh, we're going to go in shells. But tomorrow I want to make sure that, we have a practice where there's no drop passes. There, there, a ball doesn't touch the ground. So he always laid it out. You know, he lived in the present, but he was able to give you what the next 24 to 48 hours, um, you know, looked like. And then, and he always, the thing I learned from him is one thing when you're pursuing a goal, and it's another thing that people don't know you are, but it's another thing when you're pursuing a goal, but people are chasing you. And he would always talk about that. You know, we're, we're, we're now 
uh, pursuing a goal of winning a world championship. But now people are chasing us because we have a, a great um, a great team. And it was all of those. One thing about winning the Super Bowl, the big stuff you can handle. I mean, your playbook's in. You know you got great players. There's energy. But it was all those little subtleties and nuances that he took care of. So we went on Sunday. The team left. We left on early Monday morning. But he kept our coordinators in St. Louis to finish the game plan, and then he brought them up on Tuesday. And I asked him, Coach, why are you doing that? And he said, because I want the game plan materials to look the exactly the same for the players on Wednesday when we start our game planning in Atlanta for the Super Bowl as it looked the whole season. And we can't make it look that way if we have to go to Kinko's or FedEx. So he kept certain administrative uh, assistants back and the coordinators of certain coaches. So when they arrived on Tuesday – and handed out the game plan for practice on Wednesday. The books looked exactly the same, and that's what he, you know, he really focused on. And so, um, and then I also learned that that you, you think about it, those that that one yard uh, uh, that Mike Jones made that tackle on Kevin Dyson can change the life. And he would always talk about finish it, play to the end, and you would never think that your entire season, thirteen and three, greatest show on turf, all the records, league MVPs. All those different kind of things would come down uh, to that one yard. And so I've always focused on, and I ask myself every day, what is the one yard today that's going to make a difference, you know, in my life from a positive standpoint? So you got to be focused and engaged from sun up to sundown and stay prayerful and, and always remember, sometimes it's not the big plays, it's that, it's that one play, that one tackle, that one yard that will change your, your life forever. People wouldn't be talking about the greatest show on turf if we weren't able to win a Super Bowl. Amen with that. Super Bowl stories. Hey, so so lastly, the the euphoria of winning the Super Bowl. Like like does it last a lifetime or is it immediately okay, we did that, let's put it over here and let's move on to getting another one. Yeah, it it is it is it is it changes your life ah. forever. It tells you is that when you get a group of people that pull together with a common goal, and one thing also with Coach Ramil, we had, I think, five former NFL head coaches on our staff, Al Saunders, Jim Hannafin, you know, Dick Corey, and, and uh, Mike White and Frank Gantz, who have been head coaches. So many people are uncomfortable of having great leaders around them. But uh, it lasts forever. And so every time that I'm home uh, in Minnesota, in our home, I, I have the trophy there. I look at it. I have another Super Bowl uh, trophy in my office in, in Chicago. I look at it every single day. Not because it's a trophy, but but what we had to sacrifice to get to that point. And it was interesting. Uh, I just looked at my Super Bowl ring last week. Every once in a while, I'll open it up and look at it. And, and all the memories, the struggles uh, to get to that point, the hard work. But it is one of those things that lasts a lifetime. This is Super Bowl 54. So you think, you know, this is, this is um, there are not many trophies. There are not many rings. Uh, and you think about it, the Rams will be playing the Bengals this weekend. And 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 uh, to try to win a Super Bowl for the first time since we won it in 1999. So I am so grateful for the opportunity to have spent 21 years in the NFL. So grateful the opportunity to be on a World Championship team. So grateful for Coach Vermeil and all the players. It changed my life forever. Uh, it, it set the, uh, me on a trajectory that I will always appreciate. And I look forward to the day that uh, the uh, the Vikings and the Will family uh, can lift uh, that Lombardi assist, the most beautiful uh, piece of jewelry that exists on planet Earth. I think we just set a record. I think the over-under on people coming into your phone during this KFAN interview, I think it was nine. 
We set the over under at seven and a half. But man, you, it, it's a Monday. You got to be busy, right, boss? <laughs> yeah, but you know, PAP, you know how much I love you. And like I said, uh, I love Minnesota and the Vikings organization and have great love and admiration, respect for the Will family and, and consider them family and all the great people I got a chance to, to, to work at the Vikings for. And I do want to give a shout out to Steve and Chrissy Pop and, uh, uh, their beautiful daughter, Natalie, who we saw, uh, basically grow up in front of our, our, uh, eyes, uh, just was blessed with a, with a baby. Ooh. And so they, they got a grandbaby. So, you know, the, you know, with Steve and the whole Poppin family mm. mean to me and the Warren family. So, um, just congratulations there. But PA, you're the best. And, uh, and so it's going to be an exciting game this Sunday. And, uh, and then the clock goes back to zero, zero and people mm. can start quest for, for the next one. Love Steve Poppin. My uh, my bosses at iHeart, by the way, Kevin, are wondering when Greta Warren is going to begin the Gratitude podcast, voicing gratitude in gratitude-like fashion for a world in decay, boss. When does it start? She's ready. You know, Greta's in graduate school now at Grand Canyon University, working on her master's in marriage and family therapy. She's I'm so proud of her. So we got we got. Everybody in the house, other than me and Luna Bear in grad school, Powers is at Michigan State. He has one more year left to play. He's working on his master's in kinesiology. He mm. got his degree at Mississippi State. Perry is at Northwestern working on her de- mm. degree, uh, his degree of business communications. And Greta is at Grand Canyon University. So she actually has an uh, exam today. So she's doing great. And um, so, yeah, she's ready to, to, to do that uh, podcast. But uh, <laughs> I'm great with the kids and, and uh, Luna. And uh, and so it's 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 uh, life is good. Well, what what about Luna's Luna Bear's friend? What's the other dog's name? <laughs> we got Perry has Miso now. Oh, and Miso. Dog name uh, Rufus. What? Uh, which is uh, which is a uh, amazing. So it's good. We love our dogs in the in the Warren family. We love our our animals, and uh, I am just so grateful for you. And uh, um, um, and I. I want to leave you with the lyric. I don't know if you know this. Keep your head to the sky. There's that, that verse that says, step right up, be a man. You need faith to understand. So we're saying for you to hear, keep your head in faith's atmosphere. Oh, man, that's just absolutely beautiful. <laughs> and off one of your dogs named Rufus, I'll leave Hell you yeah, I'll leave you yeah. with this lyric, boss. Uh, Rufus and Chaka Khan, ain't nobody, <laughs> ain't nobody. As good as you, and and I appreciate uh, your inclusion on the nine to noon radio show. Bless you, Kevin. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Yeah, yeah. I love you and appreciate it. Keep doing, uh, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, I, I love ain't nobody, but I think you need to finish up with tell me something good. I think that's the best Rufus and Chaka Khan song uh, ever ever written. So, PA, I love you. God bless you. God bless Purple Nation, and I look uh, forward to. Uh, uh, seeing everyone back in Minnesota here over the next month or so. Well, we love you too so much. So we got this. There it is, Kevin. Always here to tell us something good. Hey, if Mary Sue Coleman, Jim Harbaugh, Brenda Freeze, Lindsey Whalen, if you had a meeting with them at like twenty after the hour and we went along, tell them I said I'm sorry. <laughs> no, they, they understand. <laughs> All right, PA, stay healthy, and I'll talk right. to you soon. See you, bud. Kevin Warren, uh, Commissioner of the Big Ten. Always here to tell us something good in K-Dub-like fashion, man. I love those conversations. I mean, he's a Super Bowl winner who inadvertently told us something bad. What I mean 
is as Shaka Khan ramps up to tell me something good, boss told us something bad when he's like, the euphoric feeling of winning the Super Bowl never leaves. It changes your life. And I'm like, what happens when it never enters? <laughs> Holy cow, Shaka, do that thing right now. Tell me something good. the hell is that like it never leaves super bowl stories yeah man that's um that's next level stuff right there big 10 commissioner kevin warren periodically philanthropically and uh from a motivating fashion uh sharing the good word either the good word of the gospel or the good word of uh of reality within big time sports and uh, making it practical to us fans thank you kevin He's part of the Timber Tech set list. What's on deck nine to noon today includes um, some chat about the Super Bowl and uh, much more. Super Bowl 5-6, Cincy and the LA Rams, Sunday on KFAM. Speaking of telling you something good, here's Mad Producer, Eric Nordquist, producer of nine to noon. Cash is good. It's not king, but it's good. And if you need some, maybe you throw those metaphorical dice in the air. Wave your hands like you just don't care. Get to KFAN.com, might put a grand in your hand using the keyword win. KFAN.com, the keyword is win. KFAN.com, win $1,000 with the keyword win. KFAN. Programming on the fan brought to you in part by Quick Trip. For Jamaica. Jamaica. Tom Brown. Yes, indeed. Oh. I mean, my guy early in the song, background vocals guy, just like talking off the mic like this. He was like, man, I was at the pawn shop. <laughs> like one of the first things, man, I was at the pawn shop. With Kevin Warren's Super Bowl ring. She looked like Betty Boop. Oh, caught in his basement. Everybody having a good day today? It's early on a Monday. Why would you be? 933 at FM 100.3 K F A N. it up now. Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren with that Super Bowl ring with the 99 Rams. He's like, every so often I just pull out my Super Bowl ring and stare at it. And it brings back so many beautiful memories. Beautiful memories of a euphoria of winning the Super Bowl that you feel every day one way or another the rest of your life. I mean, that's impossible, right? And then he's like, well, I mean, the Rams beat the Tennessee Titans. 
in that Super Bowl after the 99 season. Super Bowl stories. With um, Steve McNair, God rest his soul, uh, one of the real gamers in the history of the NFL making plays. The Titans, by the way, needing the Music City miracle that postseason to get to the Super Bowl as well. Wow, that's right. So they had some magic behind that train in operation, too. That um, Frank Wycheck bit. Yeah, the... The Music City Miracle, interestingly, you had um, you had former Minnesota Viking Antoine Winfield on special teams for the Buffalo Bills Ooh. on that play. Man, it was crazy. What if Antoine missed a tackle? Antoine never missed tackles. Oh, they got words in this song. Hey, Duncan for Jamaica. Wanna get into con? The con. How great would it be to be in Jamaica right now? Well, you've never been, but just think. I've never been. But just think. Montego Bay. Man, just think. No clouds. 80-some-odd degrees. Kingston. Turquoise water, white sand. Funky music. Funkin' in Jamaica with jerk chicken. Oh. And no obligations. Hey. Oh. If you're on your way to the airport flying to Jamaica, I got covenant claps for you right now. Y'all with that Quasi. I'm envious. Y'all with that Quasi. Y'all with that Quasi. Think about being in Jamaica, looking at your Super Bowl rig that gave you so much euphoria and special memories of a commitment brought to completion and for years upon years setting you on a trajectory of success and always being able to look back at those diamonds because you won it. I ain't bringing my Super Bowl ring to Montego Bay. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I mean, I think they have ring-sniffing dogs right when you get off the uh, right right when you land. In but it Jamaica. ain't law enforcement. But let's go on with this Quasi. On with this Quasi, so we can have the euphoria of knowing what it feels like not only to win a Super Bowl. But for fans and three-chinned announcers and spotters and everybody involved with it, to know what that feeling of euphoria is each and every day the rest of our lives. The GM is crazy. The GM is crazy. There's plenty of time to analyze um, said belief, specifically when we have a new head coach next week. Uh, following Super Bowl 5-6, Rams are favored in the game. Doesn't mean the Rams will win the game, but uh, the Rams are favored in the game. And uh, their coach to buy Sean McVay. Uh, more on all of that when 9 to Noon continues. KFAN. <laughs> Roster moves taking place all over the world of pro sports. And um, if a roster move is needed for you, whether you are looking for a job or you are a hiring manager looking for the right talent, roster moves are to be executed through the equity leader, Doherty.com, D-O-H-E-R-T-Y.com. And the Rams on the fan Sunday media game in the business we call it 
the Super Bowl. It's the big game. It's the big fat enchilada. And this is for all the Tostitos, says Uncle Brent. This this McVay bit and what has culminated if the Rams win the Super Bowl, it's more it's fascinating when you don't try to fight it like an old school snob like I have has done for a while with the House of Cards, a Ponzi scheme, defensive coordinator, might as well be named Petters, and so on. When you really get into it, the McVay bit, Sean McVay, and what what is culminating? Hmm. There are keys along the way for Sean McVay, head coach of the L.A. Rams. But this one right here, this one may have been the biggest. Third and a long one. Seventh play of the drop from the Niners 11. Stafford lifts that left leg, calling for the snap. Alone in the shotgun. He gets a four-man rush, clean platform. He deals left side. Cooper Cup in the end zone. He's a cheat code. Touchdown, Cooper Cup. Touchdown, L.A. With 13.30 to go in regulation, his second score of the game. 11 yards on the reception from Stafford. And an extra point will bring the Rams within a field goal. Yeah, go ahead and do it because I know you don't like him. ESPN LA, <laughs> 710 AM. It's home of Rams Radio. It's not an easy it's not an easy job, okay, Chico? I think I think he's great at what he does, but the, the I know what you mean. What it gets me every time is when he trails off in oh. the biggest of mama. Um uh, you know who doesn't trail or tail off? Cooper Cup. Okay, now Cooper Cup could be MVP of the NFL. Cooper Cup was part of the first draft Sean McVay had. How about that third round hit? Everybody was sleeping on because they were worried about Eastern Washington terrorism. 40 time might not be as fast as, uh, as some others. Eastern Washington, Cupper Coop. How about that hit? Your very first draft. You see, when you're living right, I mean, when you're Sean McVay and you put in the time and you you are meant for this job. I mean, it's 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 part of it's part of his lineage. It's part of his pedigree. He he was meant to be a head coach in the National Football League. And then your first draft with the 69th pick of the 2017 draft, McVay's first year. They house Cooper Cup. Mm. That's spectacular work. That's a major key. Is specifically given a lot of the talkability uh, we, we've had in the cornfields with GM out, GM in, coach out, coach soon to be in. And then when when that happens, you'll have a tendency, or at least we will, in, in, in sharing verbally, to magnify details along the way you know even though like if if you're general manager or if you're rick spielman former general manager here and you do it for a decade and a half it's foolhardy to go back and forth and be like daniel hunter yes tyrell johnson no harrison smith yes stuck with asher allen too long no (laughs) it's foolish to do that because there's just there's just too much but with mcveigh there still ain't too much. I mean, he became a head coach in 2017. Youngest head coach in the history of the NFL. 
remember one one of the one one things that started coming to me about McVeigh and the non-obvious, under the radar, scratch below the surface. Some of some of the reasons that he's so good and so successful. It it, it th- there there are details that lead to the overarching view of why he's so good that people just you know don't 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 seem to remember. And 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 maybe it doesn't make as much a difference as I think it did. But remember up to the Super Bowl, the one he lost to New England. I think it was after the 2018 season. It was. So there it is. Now he goes to the Super Bowl in his second season as a head coach. Holy cow. Up to that Super Bowl, McVeigh shared that he and Bill Belichick had been texting all season. Come on, man. (laughs) Like just out of nowhere, up to the Super Bowl, he drops that. Oh yeah, Bill and I have known each other quite well. We met at the combine and and he actually started texting me early in the season. And it just it just shows that there's a stray to be had in your lives. And and you didn't even ask for it. You're you're just living your lives chili cornfields, January or February, just just like trying to live your life. And and some metaphorical stray clips you. Here's what I'm talking about. 2019ESPN.com. Sean McVay. This is wild. This season, Belichick basically texted me after every one of our games. After we beat Minnesota in September, he started texting. <laughs> I mean that we caught a stray and we're not even trying to catch a stray. You know what I mean? I do. I mean it's like when it's Loserville USA, man, it's stuff just starts popping up out of nowhere and you're like, "What did I do to deserve that?" After we beat Minnesota in September, he texted, "Man, you guys are really explosive and impressive and fun to watch." <laughs> well, of course, of course they are when you got Anthony Barr covering Brandon Cooks. You know, because of the off-season meeting with the shiny toy offensive coordinator, the audacity to ask the question, so in the 2017 NFC title game, how did you happen to, in a roundabout way, put, uh, I don't know, uh, Harrison Smith, Xavier Rhodes, and Linval Joseph on, oh, I don't know, the worst games of their careers? And then shiny toy shared, and then curmudgeon changed, and then it's Thursday night football, and we got Anthony Barr trying to sprint with Cooper Cup, Cooper Coop, and Brandon Cooks, and and Belichick texting McVeigh saying, "You guys are really explosive and impressive and and fun to watch. Congratulations, <laughs> keep it rolling." That was after our game. I mean, we're taking a stray, and we're like, we're just trying to enjoy an underwager. On the Rams and the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and then Belichick's texting McVeigh because his team looks explosive and impressive against the Minnesota Vikings on that high scoring Thursday night debacle. So McVeigh continues for him to even take time to say congrats. It's pretty cool. That's one of the things I like about our business, our fraternity of coaches. As competitive as it is, 
Guys find time to share when they can. I'm still young, still figuring it out. That stuff's been really, really helpful to me. That's great to hear. Well, he doesn't get it. Well, he gets it now, but he didn't get it then. Belichick had a long play. (laughs) I mean, Belichick started texting him after watching Barr try to run with Cooks for 50 yards. And he's setting up the kid for the long play yeah. to throw him off in the biggest game of the season in the business we call it the Super Bowl. I mean, if Bill Belichick caught wind December of 2019 that in Wuhan, China, somebody sneezed, rubbed their hands together, and saw a bat by soup, he purchased the Hubble telescope. I always love that one. So he could peek into Andy Reid's draft room, knowing that there would be, like, closed drafts and quarantines. That's Belichick. Belichick put McVay into the mix out of respect, but also ways to get tells to win the Super Bowl. And now you got all the stuff with uh, with with Brian, and I thought this was, was Dayball and his Flores. <laughs> He's unbelievable. I mean... He might be one of the most ruthless human beings to walk the face of the earth, Bill Belichick. Beneath the surface of any NFL controversy lies, potentially, Bill Belichick. Signed, BB. It's Loserville, USA. When you take a stray up to a Super Bowl, you're not even in. Bill was watching us in 2018 like, hey, we got them later in the season on the schedule. (laughs) <laughs> they got problems. Later that season, he would beat us at Gillette, and our offense was terrible. Out goes Shiny Toy a week later. But McVeigh, man, second year into it, going to the Super Bowl, wowing Los Angeles, texting with Belichick, barrel chest. He already may be a Hall of Fame coach if he wins Sunday. Think about that. Sean McVeigh, if he if he wins the 17, 18, 19, Five years into a coaching career, if they win the Super Bowl Sunday, he's probably already a Hall of Fame coach. Trip on that. Wait, I got more. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.